0: Greetings, humans. It is now feeding time. Commencing entertainment. You may now listen to audio vibrations. Life as a slave on an alien ship. It's the only life to live. Nothing has greater purpose than to serve our master. Composition end. Now listen to Squacklecast via intra-communication apparatus. Hello, welcome to episode 23 of the Squacklecast. You wanna know what day it is, Billy? It's Pi Day. It's Pi Day.
1: It's very uh, irrational to celebrate (laughs) Pi Day. (laughs) What? Yeah, uh... no, not funny.
0: That's the best I've got, Dad. Wait wait a second. <laughs> is that because it's an irrational number? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was <laughs> that was an uh, Okay. Obvious number. I get the joke now. Okay. So what do you usually do for Pi I Day? I had to really sell that one, didn't I? You didn't even get it if I hadn't brought it up. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I think I got it after I remembered that Pi is a irrational number. There you go. What do you usually do for Pi Day?
1: Nothing. I mean, it's just another day. <laughs> I wouldn't even even notice if people haven't started posting it on social media.
0: Is that kind of like the May the Fourth be with you kind of thing? Like, I didn't even know that was a thing until like two years ago, probably. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of days. I don't know why we're making up so many holidays, but.
0: Well, I think we should it have seems, as many. Holidays it seems
1: uh, unnecessary to have all these days. You know, it's like.
0: Well, you know what I think is unnecessary. Month-long holidays, like, uh, like what specifically? Like, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, there's there's a bunch of month-long holidays that are just really unnecessary. So let me let me look up a couple.
1: Like, um, like Lent <laughs> is that what you're? Is that what you're against?
0: Sure, because like, I I don't like religious But is very that a much. holiday? Or is it just? Um... It's just uh, no. It's not a holiday per se. Uh, let me look it up, because if I have a list, then I can support my argument better. You've made a list of holidays you don't like. Well, I should do that, but, <laughs> but there are holidays on Wikipedia. Uh... But while you're looking
1: up uh, your list for Pi Day, apparently Danica McKellar, who played Winnie Cooper the wonder years she's Mm -hmm. got a video on how to sing pie to 139 places
0: why would she do that
1: uh i think she has like a degree in math so i guess that's something she was into when she wanted to make a video for nerdist.com but i guess that's something people can look up i don't know you can probably post that up later right when you post up the podcast
0: uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch it per se, but... Uh, yeah. Okay, here we go. National Poetry Month? Mm. Like, you have to have a whole fucking month?
1: Okay. You
0: don't like poetry, or...? Mm, I don't I don't care, but... I don't care that much about it, but I mean... <laughs> a month? Or a whole month? Like, market. why do you need a month? Like, why can't you just have a day?
1: Not even a week? You won't even give poetry a week?
0: See, a week is even more asinine, isn't it?
1: What about Breast Cancer Awareness Month?
0: That's uh, a month, right? They just need one day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you get one day Breast Cancer. <laughs> there should be no month-long holidays at all. There's only twelve.
1: I like think just going to shorn it down to
0: hours. There's only twelve of these months, man, and, and they're going to start th- and celebrating all... holidays in hours. And they all like freaking uh go on top of each other, like. What would you say September is,
1: huh? You are think... you asking me a question? Or are yeah. you just threatening? Yeah, what do you think yeah, what, <laughs>
0: what, you th- <laughs> what do you think September is?
1: Um I'm gonna say something with artichokes.
0: <laughs> National <laughs> <That's>... Yoga Month. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> well, just because you don't do yoga doesn't mean other people can't celebrate the uh, National Yoga Month.
0: Uh huh. So what <laughs> are you saying? So, uh, yeah. (laughs) So there's other... What's after September? What's after September? What's after September? Yeah. So there's October.
1: And isn't that just Halloween?
0: No. It's, uh, uh, National Bullying Prevention Month. That's just a made-up day. (laughs) Polish-American Heritage Month. Mm Mm-hmm. National Domestic Violence Awareness Month.
1: Well, which one is Filipino a
0: American one? History Month? All of them, apparently.
1: <coughs> and who comes up with the holidays? It is it the
0: just organizations who feel like they want to own a whole month.
1: Well, isn't it uh, a benefit to have it awa- that t- type of awareness for a month?
0: Well, I don't know. Is it taking away from the Polish Americans to have a Filipino American History Month right in the same month?
1: Maybe I don't know. They should get together.
0: I don't know, maybe... <laughs> <laughs> the maybe the, the polish, polish, Fili- filipino. <laughs> polish filipino Polish-Filipino Month.
1: Yeah, there you go. They combine all their food together and then have like a big potluck.
0: Or, and then they have the National Breast Cancer Awareness Month in there, too.
1: Exactly. They can have uh, screenings at their potluck.
0: <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. also the same as National Fire Prevention Month, so they can...
1: They can, um... Uh... Get their uh, fire extinguishers refilled at their potluck. <laughs> there you go. See, it all works together. You got you to gotta think it through. And, <laughs> and you would
0: think that they would have more of these during August. You know how there's no holidays in August? Mm-hmm. They have only one month listed, and, and it's Spinal Muscular Atrophy Month.
1: So are saying they should be spread out?
0: Maybe they should have moved, I don't know, National Honey Month to August. Or... There's no National Honey Month. <laughs> 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 there is, and I'll read it to you. <laughs> Some sort of
1: beekeeping association.
0: <laughs> it's during the month of September, uh-huh. and its purpose is to promote U.S. beekeeping. There you go, see? I knew. it. It was initiated by the National Honey Board, which is a lobbyist organization... Which serves to uh, squelch democracy, much like all other lobbyist groups.
1: Hold on. There's a <laughs> lobby for money. <laughs> <laughs> There's a
0: lobby for everything that makes money. That's, that's I wanna
1: know how powerful <laughs> that lobby is. Is it really
0: it's a US government established USDA overseen organization. Uh huh. In nineteen eighty nine. So it's, it's like we gotta do something about these sugar people. <laughs> it's such to make a, a lobby. It, it's such a big money. Lobby that the government has to establish it and fund it, mm-hmm. and this is probably one of the first things that'll be privatized in the in the coming years. the national honey board because mm-hmm. I don't know what you need a honey board for, but there it is all right
1: that's that's a good list there,
0: and uh you want to know what may has what's what? National Bike Month. Okay. Mental which Health... Which one has uh, the most? Which has the most? Okay. Yeah, which month has it the most? It's definitely October. <laughs> <laughs> October and on, May.
1: What's the count on October and May? So,
0: October has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Mm-hmm and may has 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10
1: 11 12 13 14 May. oh hey <laughs> but so may is definitely in the but, most but may topic. has
0: zombie awareness month which i don't think is enough yeah
1: i don't one. think anyone needs <laughs> <laughs> so uh
0: it's it's 13 and 13 so you got 13 i i guess good causes uh Overlapping with each other, and they like kind of pull and push and pull away from each other. So, is October mostly just medical
1: awareness things, or? Uh,
0: no. It's like half of it is cultural, half of it is, um, like health. Okay. And May is like. It's most just is is about the same. <laughs> okay. But they have the National Bike Month and National Guide Dog Month. And the National Mobility Awareness Month, which I don't think is, sounds like anything that you would think it does, but
1: what well, it definitely takes away from the thunder of all these other causes? But Zombie Awareness Month, like, is that is that, <laughs> it, is that better it, or worse than honeymoon? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think
0: I think it takes the idea of the month long holiday and kind of makes it makes fun of itself. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a month long holiday I can get behind because it's like. It makes fun of all these other ridiculous month-long observances or holidays. What do you want to call them?
1: No, it's like for you, if you were, you were gonna make um, a parody of month-long holidays, you would just call it a month-long awareness.
0: <laughs> no, I, I would call Something it. Like I will call it month-long holiday awareness year. <laughs> and every year, year. <laughs> every other year. <laughs> why not? Why not? Huh? They they're they're taking whole months, right? So I can take a whole fucking year if I want it.
1: So is that just the next step they're gonna do instead of just hourly holidays? They'll just be doing um year long.
0: Yeah, that's that's the next that's the next stage of the slippery slope we're going through. Like
1: every fifth month in a decade. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, no, it's like. Twenty seventeen is the is is National Poetry Year, and then it's going to be Year twenty one hundred to Year twenty two hundred National Poetry Century.
1: Is there a gun lobby month?
0: Mm, I didn't see one.
1: Because I'm betting there would be.
0: Well, there's the there's the Confederacy one. So that's guess, what you're I saying is close
1: enough.
0: <laughs> it's close enough. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And all the stars just from Pi Day, is that? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so oh yeah, so let's go back to Pi Day. So have you ever should eaten... <laughs> we just have a month for like a
1: TV show, like a holiday for a TV show? Or do we already have that?
0: Um, like Star Trek month.
1: Yeah. Wouldn't that be a better awareness? Well, I think I, all...
0: I think particular TV shows ha- or TV stations have that. Where they're like, oh, it's Star Trek month because someone's born this this year, and we. Well, care. they do have
1: Captain Picard Day. Sure. Which may or may not still be a thing. I remember they just had it once. That was a real popular day.
0: I don't know. I think people kind of like stop paying attention.
1: To Star Trek, or. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why doesn't Star Trek get more love? It's always like Star Wars that gets the most attention.
0: I think because Star Wars has more, I don't know. It's why. because
1: it's a film, and films just get more attention in general than TV shows? Well,
0: there's there's some of that. I think it's kind of flipping more nowadays, but except for, like, the Avengers. Flipping more
1: nowadays? How's it flipping?
0: Because uh, a lot more of the movies nowadays are kind of more rehashing and rebooting and stuff like that, so it's not really as, um, I don't know, illustrious I would as, say as, with it, as it the new, ones was. The,
1: I would say with the new trilogy... Of Star Wars films, Star Wars is just back on the mat, stronger than ever.
0: <clears throat> well, we'll see.
1: <laughs> we'll see. Okay. <laughs> Did J.J. Abrams help at all to bring uh, Star Trek back?
0: Uh, yes. Or is it just like but... a small blip. I don't know. I like speaking like as a Star Trek fan. I guess like Star Trek's not really the movies haven't really portrayed Star Trek in a very good way, I guess, as far as what the act, what it actually In is general to be. or
1: just a uh, recent two?
0: I guess more recently because of the next gen stuff. Mm-hmm. And then next gen is not great. Like the last couple movies were just weird. And then I think they ruined Picard's character. He was just like an action Oops. star. It didn't really make any sense compared to what he was in the TV show. Mm. Um, I mean I I I guess I enjoyed them for what they were but they were just well, For kinda...
1: me the I mean Star Trek works better as a TV show anyway.
0: Yeah, I think it yeah, it definitely works better as a TV show, but I mean there's there's a place for for movies Star Treks. So I think they just need to do a better job of of aligning itself with canon or whatever.
1: Would you say that for our next Star Trek movie, the motto it should take would be Interstellar as opposed to Star Wars? <clears throat>
0: Uh, yeah, more of an exploration sort of thing, I guess. Uh, yeah. I definitely enjoyed Interstellar as far as the exploration stuff went. Mm. You know, the, the family stuff was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the Earth stuff I could kind of care less about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it was interesting, but it would... Like, when but just kept...
1: something with more hard science and philosophical Yeah, I ideas, guess so. Which is yeah. more in the realm of Star Trek. It, it's always surprising to me when people say how great Interstellar was. Even though it's sort of the same rehash of pot elements that Star Trek's done sure. over the decades, but
0: like half the movie is is like amazing, and then the other half is just terrible. And then so when you combine <laughs> it together, it just you get this uh, mishmash of good and bad. So yeah. I mean, there's really some great stuff in that movie, but um, especially at the end when it goes back and forth between her making the decision about the watch or whatever, and and him in the in the black hole thing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what the hell is going on
1: there? I was just... <laughs> at a certain point, though, you just figure out what's going to happen, don't you?
0: No, I know what's going on. I just like... No, it no just, what I'm saying the, the like, editing... at a certain
1: point in the film, you just figure out what's going to happen yeah. in the rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like when they first um, were heading towards, what, Jupiter or something like that? And they see that blob of a hand that's uh-huh. kind of like the abyss. Yeah. You know, reaching out towards him. Like you pretty much know who... Who's doing with that? Don't you?
0: Not uh, for me. I didn't. I didn't know until he was in that room. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, when it was happening, I was like, okay, maybe it could be aliens. So I was like, kind of thinking more, mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe we'll see some aliens or something. So I, I guess I kind of wanted to see that more at that point. Mm-hmm. But then when it started getting into the, the more philosophical and more fantastical sort of stuff, then I was like, okay, yeah, it was just him the whole time. Um,
1: There's a video with um. The author of The Prestige, the guy who wrote the novel,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, criticizing Christopher Nolan and his film, saying that Chris, no, that Chris Nolan only made two good films, one being the adaptation of his book, The Prestige, and Memento, and then the rest of it's uh, just kind of silly for him. Would you agree with that assessment? or?
0: Uh, yes, I think. I think because Memento was like my first movie I actually saw from Chris Nolan. Mm -hmm. And I liked it a lot. And Prestige, I think, is like probably one of the best movies he's made as well. Mm -hmm. Um, It's probably actually my favorite of his, followed by Memento. And then, um, you know, Inception was okay. I liked it for the most part. But then after I was done watching it, I was just kind of like... Okay, that's it. Like, <laughs> uh, It was interesting. It was, it was an fun. odd. It was
1: odd because it was trying to be an action movie. Yeah. Even though Chris Nolan doesn't really do action that well. Like, he can stage an explosion in a chase, but he can't do action yeah. as in gunfights and stuff like that that well.
0: Like, I liked a lot of the ideas. I liked a lot of the imagery in that movie. Yeah. It was just kind of like after you're done watching it, you're just kind of like, Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. Like, no, and it's a lot nothing... of the Caprio
1: like squinting. Yeah, <laughs> <acting>. <laughs> uh,
0: that was pretty much it. And I think, but I think definitely that was a better overall movie than, than Interstellar. Mm-hmm. But Interstellar has better peaks, I guess you can say, mm-hmm. uh, to it than Inception. Inception was kind of like more of a flat line, I guess. <laughs> With, but it was a higher flat line than a mm-hmm. than a lower range. You're talking so. about
1: in pacing or just in just in the just body in general,
0: just a, the body of it. Okay. Like, I, I didn't feel like there were parts of the movie where I was like, "Oh, I want to just get through this part." Mm. Like, uh, but that was like with Interstellar. Every time they went back to the Earth, or every time Michael Caine was on his hospital bed or talking about God knows what the hell he was talking about, because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even understand what he was <laughs> saying. Who are you guys? I never did any of the math. <laughs> Speaking of Pi Day,
1: it's like a big fu to humanity. Yeah, pretty
0: much. That that I think that was hilarious. I, that was I was actually like kind of laughing. <laughs> I was like, I didn't do any of it. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I knew it wasn't gonna work. And then I was because the people I was watching. It with they didn't like the movie at all. <laughs> they didn't like the movie at all, so yeah. they were laughing a lot during it. So which was okay because I didn't really care about the Earth parts. But when he was on the hospital bed and he was like just saying his stuff, like we just couldn't understand what he was saying at all. So everyone was just like laughing instead. So it was like <laughs> just like <laughs> oh jeez. And then at the end, at the end, uh, when when Matthew McConaughey was like Murf Murf, <laughs> everyone was like of yelling that at the same time too. So it's kind of
1: funner. Oh. And just like knocking books off the shelf. <laughs> like, I just put these back, goddammit, would you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, the other criticism that he made during that um, interview was that he said Chris Nolan keeps trying to be Stanley Kubrick, even though he's more of a uh, Hitchcock.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So would you say that? Nolan should probably do less of the science fiction philosophical stuff and just do more of these thrillers like Hitchcock would.
0: Uh I don't know. I, I think uh maybe but not as like deep as Kubrick would probably do. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I think I think I like that stuff. I just there's a lot yeah, of as like... I can
1: see like these obvious influences of Kubrick and yeah. even um I'm blanking out on the on the name. Here.
0: That one movie you were talking about?
1: I'm, I'm gonna look it up. Uh, Terrence Malick. Like he's trying to be a cross between Terrence Malick and Stanley Kubrick. Mm-hmm. Even though, you he's know, probably the, more Hitchcock. Yeah, because he does. Because Wolf of Mento and stuff, he does these thrillers pretty well, mm-hmm. even with the prestige. Even though the Prestige I didn't love as much as you probably. Yeah,
0: I really liked it a lot. Yeah.
1: But you're saying his best movie was Prestige and Memento?
0: Yeah. I think in
1: retrospect, um, I don't think I like Memento as much in retrospect. Mm -hmm. Because I think Irreversible. Have you seen Irreversible? No. I think it was a film that came out like one or two years earlier by Jasper No, who does a lot of independent films and it's it's pretty similar to memento it goes backwards chronologically, but there's a much more like powerful emotional uh, through line okay. than uh, memento and it has like one of the most devastating rape scenes at the end <laughs> which <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> which always lands um, irreversible on like one of those it was list of like the most devastating movies or like the most fucked up movies you're ever gonna see. But it's like a it's like a ten minute static shot of Monica Bellucci's character being raped.
0: Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> as, as, as far as rape can be, I guess. Yeah, um, just
1: in an alleyway, and she's it. It doesn't even like turn away. It's just a static camera on her being raped.
0: Hmm. Maybe I'll check that out.
1: Yeah, maybe you should.
0: Uh, I don't know why I said but... that
1: threateningly, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,
0: yeah, so, yeah, basically, no one There should one, be a think...
1: character who just does that. Who just rapes people? <laughs> <Not a> good...
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, who just says,
1: like, nice things, but in a threatening manner. Like, yeah, you do have a good
0: day, damn it. <laughs> like... Have a good fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Uh,. Yeah, so I mean, uh, back to Nolan, I guess. Uh, I think my, I guess my overall problem with him it would just be that he has, he has, uh, too much like melodramatic fat mm-hmm. in in the movies that he does make. Uh, when he there's too much pretension in his movies, is that? Uh, I don't know if that's, I don't know if it's technically pretension. I guess it could be. Because um... when you watch his movies,
1: there's this sort of air that it's very important stuff. Yeah. Which I think it's the same with Terrence Malick when you watch his films.
0: Like uh I guess we can bring a example of like Batman uh beacons and also Batman I'm sorry, Dark Knight uh returns or rises. Dark Knight rises. Um so like both of those movies you have like that I don't know, just the I guess more, more the third movie. It's uh there's that uh aspect of the relationship between him and the girl character who dies at the end. Um, that was kind of like weird melodramatic stuff that didn't really add to the story very well. So like stuff like that is like kind of. My problem adds... with
1: Dark Knight Rises is just it's a pretty sloppy movie in general. Oh,
0: well, that too, but I mean, like the...
1: it's Nolan just kind of, sort of.
0: But yeah, but trying to make an uh, illustrate a point as far as his like melodramatic, like extra fat that he doesn't need to include, is just that kind of aspect of the. But whole even thing. with the
1: romance stuff in the Prestige, like it's that that. That stuff works for you instead, or? Uh,
0: yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Just because it it works with inside the overall story, I suppose. Um, in Batman or in the Dark Knight Rises, it didn't really work that well. Uh, just because I guess maybe the rest of the movie was edited sloppily and just had a bunch of random crap in it. Um, maybe Batman Begins wasn't as terrible as far as that goes, mm. um, but you can kind of sense that, but it was with him and Liam Neeson's character instead of. Like any girl character. So maybe, I don't know, it worked a little bit What better, about the criticism
1: that Christopher Nolan hates women? Because he always has like these weak portrayal of women. Which is, which I guess he sort of is conscious about it and tries to turn around with Interstellar. Because he has a lot of um, mm-hmm. stronger female roles.
0: But then, what do the females talk about? Love and I want my dad. and <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, can
1: you make the same case with uh, a lot of the characters in films in general? Like as always, love, and there's sure. always some sort of daddy issues.
0: I don't, I, I don't particularly see that as an issue myself, so I, I can't really argue to that point. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't see that criticism myself. So mm-hmm. uh, I think it's it's fine. It's like what's like whatever. But <laughs> yeah. uh, I guess it was a little stereotypical when Hugh and Hathaway was having like a monologue about love, and I was just kind of like rolling my eyes at it. But then. When yeah, was... that was
1: pretty uh, jammed in there. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, <laughs> I don't necessarily think it's because it's a woman character saying it, it's just because of what it was actually. The, I guess that's my feeling, but someone else could construe it as, oh, the only reason she's she's saying that is because did she's. Did you a expect girl. to see
1: Matt Damon in the movie? <laughs> I did not, because <laughs> I didn't know he was in the movie, and then suddenly, all of a sudden. Yeah, I guess that was a spoiler. So that's
0: I guess. That pod that's why... comes out, and it's like it's fucking Matt Damon. <laughs> you know, at first I thought it was Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I was like. Mark Wahlberg? Why would they put him in here? <laughs> and then, and then later on, like when they were actually talking, it was Matt Damon. I was like, oh, okay, it's Matt Damon. <laughs> so it's like, I was like expecting, like, I was like, what the hell? Uh, I guess because of the angle. For some the reason, I saw Matt
1: Damon and I just knew this isn't going to work out. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they Matt wouldn't... Damon's going to screw it up somehow. Yeah, he's...
0: <laughs> <laughs> like they wouldn't put a bigger actor in there for a supporting role. Basically, like he has to ha- be some sort of adversary or something. So, um. I mean, I liked I liked that sequence more because it was uh just like where they were fighting and stuff like that, and Matt Damon, Matt Damon's character was pretty interesting, I thought, even though he was just kind of thrown in there. I don't know. What'd you think about that part? About when the
1: big reveal, or when he yeah, when he's, when he's Matt
0: Damon and he's just trying to kill him.
1: Uh, I thought that was pretty true to life because isn't that what Matt Damon does in life? He just tries to kill people.
0: Just tries to kill people. Sure. Yeah.
1: He is a serial murderer, right? Is he? I'm pretty sure he is, unless someone wants to refute that. I don't know. I don't think we have enough listeners on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: do we have one? Do we have one, I guess, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, we have one, and they're to <laughs> just—they're gonna do the research, <laughs> prove us wrong.
0: <clears throat>
1: but it's—it's—it's it's safe to say that. Uh, would you say Christopher Nolan is overrated? Or has he reached a point in his career where he has to sort of rebuild or reassess what he's going to do?
0: Uh, I don't I don't know. I think he's fine for the most part. I think, I think another one or two movies where he's like... He's doing, just cruising along? Yeah, where he's cruising oh. along. People are going to start uh, getting fatigue from him. <laughs> but I think he's starting to take more of a producer role in the DC universe. I don't so, think
1: he is. I think that it's just man of steel when he was done.
0: Okay. I thought he was taking more of a producer role. It?
1: Uh, I think it was just man of steel. I think uh what, David Goyer and Zack Snyder are doing more producing now. Okay. Since Goyer's got so many projects, like, he's basically like their go-to guy at DC for adapting things to screen.
0: Well, he was he was linked with Nolan initially, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, he did the Batman films and then uh I think he, he, he's, what, a producer for Gotham and Constantine and stuff like that?
0: Oh, is he on Gotham? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> I do not know. I guess... Uh, and he's I... doing
1: Justice League stuff with yeah. Snyder and, yeah.
0: So have you, been, have you been keeping up with Gotham?
1: No, I stopped. <laughs> like three <laughs> weeks
0: ago. Um, did you watch the part where uh, Fish guts her own eye out? I saw that <laughs> <laughs> she do <it> to herself. <laughs> There's a third option, and what's that? <laughs> but, ah! <laughs> I was like, "What the hell did I just watch?" <laughs> this is... I,
1: know. I I don't think she's coming back for a second season, though. Uh,
0: I don't. I don't know. The,
1: is isn't, isn't that show on the bubble anyway? I don't know. What, what I
0: heard back. was that this is actually the the s- season two storyline. Is it? Yeah. The 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 stuff with fish, because they extended the the first season. Because initially, I guess you only ordered 13 episodes. Okay. And so they're planning out stuff for Season 2. And then when Fox said, okay, we want 24 episodes for Season 1 now. And so instead of them, like, drawing out the same storylines for Season 1, they decided to just push up Season 2 storylines in the first Is one. Is that why
1: they made such a big deal when um, Gordon got demoted?
0: Uh, I think so. I think that was probably the uh, the end of That this. was supposed to be the yeah. finale or... That might have been the, like the end of the first season or yeah. something. Um, but when it but, came back, but they, it was but like, they pushed push... it up. Yeah, they pushed it up. So, uh, but when they came back, it was like uh, I think this year it was like they started doing the Arkham storyline. And
1: when they came back for he was there for like what two episodes, and he was back on in the force.
0: Yeah, just
1: what was the whole point of that? You know, like... I don't know.
0: They should have had him there a little bit longer. I think that
1: show is a mess. It
0: it is a mess, but I'm I'm enjoying it. Uh I don't know. I couldn't tell you why I enjoy it.
1: No, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I think uh, there are good parts to it and there's a lot of sh- like schlock in it. So it's just like this weird It's
1: issue. a very disappointing uh how it all worked out. Got them.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not as good as uh like a like what I was imagining I guess was more of a law and order sort of thing where there's actual investigations instead of like this superfluous gangs and I was
1: uh, hoping for something more of the wire. Like HBO's The Wire?
0: Oh, I haven't seen that.
1: Yeah. Well, that's that's much more serialized than Law & Order. Because Law & Order is more like open and shut case. Uh, a little to... bit. No, the characters yeah.
0: have arcs, though. But um... Yeah.
1: But The Wire, it's, it's like a, this sprawling city with mm-hmm. a bunch of characters. And then it just slowly builds throughout the entire season. Where they're trying to build a case against uh, certain gangs or certain mm-hmm. crime lawyers and things like that. So I was hoping for something more like The Wire, where it's a more mature take on uh, comic book adaptations. Sure. But I did not get that when I saw it. <laughs> <them. laughs>
0: like, the Penguin is good, but then they're kind I don't of messing like up Penguin. the character. Like, he's an amusing character, but I don't like... Well, they had a recent episode that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, I like that. And then Donald Logue is pretty good in that. Uh, he was, he's a bullock. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fish is okay, but she just does the weirdest stuff, and I don't like her being in every single episode. She just
1: sort of just chooses a scene every time she's on there. Like she just goes <laughs> all out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> she, Literally, she hands it up eye. a lot, yeah.
0: and I think that's part of the enjoyment I get from it is that she does such a a weird. Jo- I don't I know that she's a good actress, kind of. I guess I don't. I haven't really seen too many of her things, but I mean, well, she's probably the biggest name in that. Yeah, she's definitely the biggest name, and I I can't imagine she's sticking around for very long because, but I mean she I guess she is because she's well a big there name. was
1: reports that she was not coming back for a second season. Okay, she already said that, so I don't know.
0: Oh, well, hopefully not because I don't know her, if she's her, gonna die her, or her she's character's just... getting kind of old for me. Yeah, um, it's it's an it's an okay character I guess, but it's just like it gets kind of old because they keep using her for like random things, mm-hmm. and right now there's this, there's this weird storyline where she's on an island and. And the doctor is like harvesting. I thought she organs. was living underground, isn't it? She was for like one episode, and then she left.
1: Was she, she like King of the Hobos or something? Like that? Oh no no, no. yeah that's the that's,
0: that's the island one. That's that's, that's the island. Yeah. Uh, isn't that underground? No, it's it's not underground. It's well, it's underground on an island. <laughs> I guess. But <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, she's on an island, and
1: that was underneath Gotham. What, what was it? No,
0: it's not underneath Gotham. It's on an okay. island away from Gotham. I don't know where specifically it is. They just showed it. At, and they're where on, exactly is, they're on a break is supposed right to be? Gotham is just supposed to be New York.
1: Is it? Because I looked up, like I think it was a fan-made map, but um, they listed they listed a bunch of cities where Gotham's supposed to be in the U.S. And you're saying Gotham's supposed to be uh, New York?
0: Locationally, it's New York, but it's like a mesh, like a mishmash of New York mm-hmm. and Chicago, I think.
1: Because Comic Vine, they posted their map of DC America, which I'm pretty sure is a fan made map, but um, according to them or whoever made the map, Gotham City is New Jersey. Just Would all you buy of that? New Jersey? Yeah. I Metropolis guess, I is mean, Delaware. Uh... Wonder Woman's in DC. Washington, DC. Uh, let me see if there's a. Green Arrow, Star City is in California, just above San Francisco where the Teen Titans are. Uh, Costo City is also in California, so that's Green Lantern Territory. Uh, Let's see, Blue Beal is El Paso. Booster Gold Phoenix. Dr. Fate, Las Vegas. Hawkman Hawk girl they're in Louisiana uh, and flash is mostly in Kansas City Missouri like that part of um, the US so would you agree with that or do because it's not like uh, Marvel where everything's mostly in New York with DC it's mostly all spread out the country
0: uh i think gotham is definitely just like a new yorky kind of thing it doesn't necessarily have to be where new york is i guess Mm. but it's definitely new york looking so i think it's just that for me (laughs) because it's like it's like where manhattan is it's like right out the on the island it's Mm. i mean there it's it's got that like feel because they've got the rivers and they've got the all that stuff
1: New Jersey so. doesn't have any of that.
0: I don't know if they do, but, but New Jersey I mean,
1: is close enough to New York, isn't it? I mean,
0: it can be, but I mean, doesn't really matter at that point. It doesn't matter if it's New York or New Jersey, like right at that little area. I mean, I think it's New York personally, but I mean, I guess it could be New Jersey. Wouldn't really matter that much. I think that being New York, it would be. But a little it's not more... a standard.
1: It's just locationally where it should yeah. be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know if they ever mentioned what it actually is in the in the episodes. Yeah, but uh, I think it's 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 basically a New York Chicago mishmash sort mm-hmm. of thing. But it's locationally, it's where New York is. Do you
1: have a problem with like the production design of it?
0: No, with I think Stockholm? it's I think that's fine. I think it's probably the the strongest aspect of it.
1: Because I don't really like
0: it. <laughs> it's like, what, what don't you like about it? I
1: don't know. It's like it's this in between era of modern day and not modern day. Oh it's...
0: yeah, like that that's more of a set design thing rather yeah. than um uh, than the i guess the overall production values. That, I think that's what you asked. guess like
1: uh, it just adds to this Yeah, the set, the, the set, silliness of the show. It's <laughs> a
0: little bit silly cuz uh, yeah, there was that one episode where they were like finding that uh that mercenary guy and uh. he, they were using typewriters or something in the uh. in the office. I'm like what the hell is going on? <laughs> and they have cell phones too, so it's just like okay. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh I think they I think they stopped doing that uh, cause I haven't noticed any weird things like that since then. Mm. So I think it's more contemporary though, instead of like this weird. Do they have
1: computers? Are they in the modern age now?
0: Uh, well, they don't have computers at their desks, but I don't know if that's standard for a police office or not.
1: Well, I think police would have computers cause they got to do reports. Well, all like the time.
0: their, their own po- computer, I guess. I don't know. It... Well, they
1: should cause they got to do reports and they got, and at least for detectives, they got to <laughs> use it for, um, database research.
0: Sure. I, I don't think they actually go into the. the see, that's the thing; it, it's not really Law and Order to me. So it's, they <laughs> exactly. don't really go. It's they just... don't. They're not like looking through data and every time and they they're plates. on the street, they
1: have this montage with like bad rock music, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, man? They're,
0: they're usually just looking through folders and files and stuff like that, and they have like a filing clerk. Yeah. Oh. So I mean, the filing clerk does filing stuff. I guess they don't really have computers or something. It's just a
1: bullshit show. That's what it is. <laughs> that's the problem. It's a bullshit I don't know. Show. They're, they're
0: trying to romanticize lack of technology for some reason which doesn't really work because lack of technology just kind of sucks
1: yeah but um because I remember in the first season of The Wire they didn't have computers just because it was set in Baltimore and then I guess the police department there they were they didn't have the budget to update the computers so a lot of them were just using typewriters and stuff like that but this was also when like early 2000 and cell phones weren't that big and people were still using pay phones and stuff like that.
0: So it could be more of a, more of a potential thing that could actually happen.
1: Yeah. Like if they're going to do that type of um, setting with the technology that they have, they should at least address it that, you know, Gotham city PD has budget problems and that the whole city just has budget problems. So, it should be, it should take its cues more from the wire, where it's it's everything is more interactive in terms of the city being corrupt and um poor, and there's just crime everywhere, and how that affects the police and things like that, mm-hmm. and the citizens. Because when you name a show Gotham and you just put it on focus on like two characters who aren't even that interesting altogether, and it, it becomes problematic, and you don't address all the issues in the city, you know?
0: Yeah, I guess I guess for me, I don't I'm not really nitpicking that much because I don't care too much about that, as far as this show goes, because I think I'm more into it just for the weirdness of what the characters do rather than necessarily what's going on around them.
1: But there are a lot of shows that you can watch for weirdness of characters.
0: Yeah, I You're don't right? know. I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell you.
1: Are you watching any other uh, comic book adaptations? No, uh,
0: the the Arrow and the Flash, I don't walk, watch those. Those come up after the Hulu episode when I'm watching it, but because um,
1: those are slightly better. I'm not saying they're good either, but they're slightly better.
0: Yeah, for Bond. me, the, those characters don't. I don't really care about those characters at all. So oh. uh, it's just like I think the Flash is dumb, personally. <laughs> uh, green Arrow, I don't know anything about him, so I can't. I can't make a judgment call. Mm-hmm. I I think he's just Hawkeye with green. Right.
1: Uh originally, conceptually, he was just supposed to be a rip off of Batman. But with like this oh, that's right, type yeah. of flare.
0: I guess he's like Moon Knight or something like that.
1: Yeah, and then throughout the uh the decades they just they reintroduce him more as like a um, like a left wing type of superhero, which gave him some more flair, you know? Mm. But then now they just brought him back and he's like, he's just back to being a rip-off of Batman <laughs> with arrows.
0: Uh, the only other comic book show I was watching was uh, Agent Carter.
1: And yeah, that was okay.
0: It was, yeah, it was okay. I, I, it, that was like,
1: um, it wasn't as good as Alias, but you can tell like it's trying to be Alias. Like, yeah. Period like, setting Alias.
0: A lot of stuff that was uh, kind of like the backstory, I didn't really care too much for. Because it was kind of convoluted and didn't really make much sense to me. Um, I guess it. I don't I have no idea if it even is what it's supposed to be in the comic books, or even if that is a comic book story. Um, but uh, <coughs> the the only thing I liked about it was uh, just the interaction between Agent Carter and the Butler. Jarvis. Guy. Yeah, Jarvis, yeah. and that's the only good part of the whole thing.
1: Yeah, they, that's truly like the strength of the show. Just watching them <laughs> go back and forth. Yeah, because they have good chemistry together. Yeah. But then, uh, I think the anything that involves the Captain America stuff is pretty strong, too, like there's a good emotional line there,
0: sure, uh even
1: with that episode with uh, Captain America's blood
0: uh <laughs> it was kind of sappy for me yeah, like that one <laughs> I was just like, okay, like why do you care about the blood and like I don't care
1: well for her, I would understand if for Tony sure. Stark we're well, not Tony Stark, but um. What's his
0: face? <clears throat> I mean, I got it. That was the it was the idea of Captain America. That's the only thing that there's left of him, mm-hmm. potentially or whatever. But I don't know. It was just kind of dumb to me.
1: But the ending worked out pretty well. The finale.
0: It was okay. Well, the uh, review, it as kinda... it,
1: however, it ties into the rest of the continuity. Of...
0: Uh, it's only supposed to be one season, right? They're not doing a second one.
1: Um, I don't know. I think it's a toss up right now. They might come back for another season.
0: Because <clears throat> I heard, I heard initially when well, it was just to be one season, but I. It kind of left it open ended, so I. am
1: pretty sure it was like a mini series, but yeah, I think they're leaving it uh, with some possibility to come back.
0: Yeah, because to me it didn't seem like it really wrapped up the story or really tied it into like let's say Captain America in the movie. Yeah. It because didn't really say okay, this is how Shield was established, so it didn't really go into that. But that I could be something what, they could explore in a yeah, second. Which, yeah, which is what I thought was going to happen by the end of it. But it didn't really. And she's just kind of doing the same thing as she did. Because in Winter Soldier, you, so. didn't
1: you see the that wall with the founders of S.H.I.E.L.D.? And then Peggy was up there with um, Tony's dad. And, yeah, I uh, think so. I about mean, Lee I, Jones.
0: I saw that before I even watched Agent Carter, so I didn't really pay attention to that, yeah. I think. Um I think maybe it's like oh okay those people from the first movie. I was like, (laughs) like I didn't really think oh that's uh, Haley Atwell and that's the the, the, tone like Howard Stark. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really think about that that much so. But uh, I mean I think I've made it known before I didn't really like the first Captain America but second Captain America was a lot better so I think. Do you like
1: Dominic Cooper as uh,
0: Howard Stark? Yeah, he's fine. It seems like a.
1: Because remember in the second film it was um what's his face who plays Roger on Mad Men? Oh As
0: so it wasn't All-Star. the same guy.
1: It wasn't the same guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I see so that's how. When much you watch those short with.
1: films, the, that film reel in Iron Man two, uh, the one that Tony is watching. Yes. Of his dad.
0: I think I remember that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was Roger Sterling from <laughs> Mad Men, in Mad Men.
0: Okay, well uh, I guess they must look like like alike or something. So. They
1: did look nothing alike. What are you talking? about?
0: I. All right, fine, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I just don't remember. Okay. Like I was like when I saw Harris Stark in the Do you TV watch show, I was like, either? "Oh, it's the same guy." No, I don't. I think I saw one episode, and I was just like, "I don't, I don't know why I care about any of these characters."
1: Because I think they're pushing the Inhumans st- storyline.
0: See, to me, it's getting kind of kind of hard to follow because there used to be just the movies, and you can kind of tell. Okay, so there's movies. Is it gonna work against them in the long run? Or is it just too much stuff? Yeah. I think so. It's it's gonna be kind of compartmentalized to just the comic book movies or the really diehard. Isn't it
1: all just kinda bland too? And like sterilized? Like it's (laughs) like there's no real depth to any of these characters.
0: Yeah, I think I think the main thing is that there's no stakes because um, they're always gonna just be renewed or rebooted or whatever. Because Mm -hmm. comic books do that all the time. So it's just like when when you put that into the movie movie form it just kind of gets boring
1: you think it's going to change when dc starts making their push
0: i guess we'll have to see what direction they go in i think they're going to try and replicate aspects of the marvel because if
1: it's they're taking the same tone as man of steel then wouldn't it be darker and more mature
0: i I mean i guess but i i hear bad things about man of steel so i don't know you didn't watch man of steel no not yet
1: it's a bit of a mess, but I still like it overall. It's still like pretty good. It's not. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's the best movie. I would say, as far as Superman movies go, um, Richard Donner's Superman from like late '70s is still mm-hmm. like the best of the Superman films.
0: I so I haven't even watched those, and I, I think I watched like Superman two, like the end of it. Well, there's like, like two versions of, of Superman two, uh, or maybe the one where they're. Where the people from Zod are, like, yeah. blowing, blowing or whatever? That's Superman 2. Okay. I saw that on TV But once. don't you
1: know, like, the story of Superman 2? I don't...
0: No, I, I honestly haven't seen them all, so I have to... That's, like, one of the things I have to go back and watch.
1: Yeah, Superman was, like... Was written as a two-part film. And then the... Um, Richard Donner was directing it. And he shot both films back to back, and most of Superman 2 was shot, but there was a lot of disagreement between Richard Donner and the producers of just creative differences, and um, there's a lot of uh, delays in the production schedule, Mm -hmm. so they decided to just speed up production just to get Superman 1 out, and that became a big success. But when they went back to finish Superman 2, the Salkinds fired Richard Donner and brought in another director, Richard Lester. I think his name was to finish Superman 2. And uh, what Richard Lester ended up doing is uh, I think he replaced a lot of the scenes in Superman 2. So there was just a bunch of footage that of Superman of Richard Donner Superman that never made it to the film and we just... Replaced with other new scenes.
0: So, what would be the better one to watch if I'm going to watch it?
1: I would go. Well, if you're going to watch. Just watch both, just to see the difference. If you just want to see the difference in, in tone. Okay, so what should
0: I? So, I guess I should watch release order first. Then, like whatever the first version, the theatrical version first, and then the Donner cut after that.
1: Yeah, the Donner cut came out in like 2006, which he personally supervised re-editing when they found all that footage again. But, yeah, my favorite between those two versions of Superman 2 was the Donner version. So I would go with the Donner version. They even... You, well, you, you you do remember the ending of Superman 1, at least, right?
0: I Like I said, I didn't watch any of them. I just watched the second one on TV once and laughed at it and then changed channels.
1: But not even, like, just in passing where you know what happens at the end of Superman 1?
0: Uh... Is it the one with Gene Hackman? I'm sure they have, I don't know how, which ones have Gene Hackman. I'm right.
1: pretty sure they're all with Gene Hackman.
0: <laughs> okay. Is it the one where they're in the Fortress of Solitude and Gene Hackman's there too and he's like, they're all blinking around and stuff? Yeah, they're blinking. <laughs> is that, is Dude, that the first one? Movies? I don't know what you're t- is that the first one or the second one?
1: Uh, I
0: think that's the second one.
1: Yeah, that's the second one.
0: Okay. I, I definitely haven't seen the first one then. I've only seen the second one.
1: Okay. Cause in the first film he goes he travels back in time. You don't you recall this at all?
0: No. <laughs>
1: you never heard of Superman flying around the world.
0: Uh, well, at I know, super speed
1: to okay. go back in time. Okay,
0: so I know that he does that, but not in the context of the movie. I know okay. that he does that in like the TV. So would show I be ruining it like, for you if I something? told you why he did that? Uh, I guess so. I don't. I I, was, I really just don't even know what the first movie's about. <laughs> like, I'll probably forget it by the time I well, end up watching it.
1: Um, well, that ending where he flies back around the world was supposed to be at the end of Superman 2. If that makes any difference for you, okay. Yeah, but they moved it up to the first film for other reasons, and then they replaced that scene with a new, with a new scene. That fits in the.
0: So okay, so the Richard Donner cut is only for Superman two, or is it also for one?
1: Well, the Richard Donner cut's just for Superman two.
0: Okay, so the Superman one that we that I would potentially be able to watch has the him going around the Earth. Yeah. But that's replaced, like meaning.
1: No, no, no. what I'm saying is that when both films together, (laughs) the original in the script.
0: Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Him flying around Sorry, the, the world is at like the that. end of Superman two,
1: okay. But when they had to speed up to finish Superman one, they decided to take that ending of Superman two and put it at the end of Superman one. Okay. So in Superman two, it's an entirely different scenario. That's been uh, that's been that's used to replace him flying around the world. That makes more sense, sir.
0: Sure, but I mean, I, I I haven't watched the movie, so. <laughs> It's going to be kind of hard for me to... It's been, it's been a long time since I've even seen number two, and I have saw the TV version of it, so I'm sure it's shortened.
1: Superman 3 had Richard Pryor, if that makes any difference. I, no, I haven't seen, I haven't he's seen like any a, of them. He's like a computer hacker, <laughs> and then he steals a bunch of money from his company. It, I think it's like a similar premise from... Um, they might have even addressed it, but in, in Office Space... You seen office space, right? yes, I have, yeah, where um the three of them start uh scraping money away from the bank account or the transactions it's like a fraction of a penny that goes into their account
0: uh that's supposed to be like the same thing it's yeah, okay, well, I didn't get that reference done. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus man, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say. Uh like Richard Pryor and Superman Three, right? Yeah, I
1: don't know if they make a reference to it. Okay. But if they much... if they
0: didn't, then I wouldn't I wouldn't have
1: known. Yeah, but that's pretty much it. That's what Richard Pryor does in Superman three. Okay. And then uh at some point he makes like I can't really remember, but he he does like something and makes like um he makes a synthetic kryptonite <laughs> using computers. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't really make much sense, but he somehow makes synthetic gribnite and uses it uh, against Superman. Interesting. And then uh, I think that was a, w- it didn't weaken Superman, but I guess it like split his personality in half, so he became like asshole Superman. So you've probably seen like those clips of Superman drinking at a bar <laughs> and, okay. and hitting on Lana Lang and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. You've at least seen Superman Four, right? No. How can you not see in any of these? It's like, <laughs> why when would I have watched them? I just never watched them. Superman Four is like the Rocky Four of the entire series, man. <laughs> I didn't. He believe... fights a dude made out of uh, nuclear material. Nuclear Man. They call him Nuclear Man. He was like I didn't
0: even watch the Rockies until I was in college. Unbelievable. Like, oh my god. Like. I yeah, watched one through five or six. Like I think it was probably like right when Rocky Balboa came out. Yeah. So that I think I ended up watching one through five, so I can watch six or something, I don't know. I might even watch six before I watch the fir- the first five.
1: <laughs> How can you watch um uh, Hip Hop Witch and not watch <laughs> any of the Superman movies? Well,
0: the hip hop witch I watched uh I don't know when I watched that. I watched that after the Rockies. How
1: can you watch Suburban Sasquatch and not watch any of
0: the Superman movies? Because Suburban Sasquatch was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great movie.
1: <laughs> As opposed to The Hip Hop Witch, which is. Uh, I never even finished The Hip Hop Witch.
0: But <laughs> oh, you, I be actually, even you actually get through it. <laughs> you actually have to start watching it?
1: No, I can't do it.
0: <laughs> what? It was so bad. <laughs> Was, That's why I couldn't. Uh, I was like, I was like falling asleep. I was like, I just wanted to turn. That was the only movie I've ever watched that I actually wanted to turn off. Like, I just didn't even want to like. I think watch the only good
1: anymore. part was Eminem talking about stuff. And yeah, he, that was the even only good part. I think
0: I was nearly ready to turn it off, and then Eminem came on, yeah. and then he started telling his story. Like, what was he even talking about? Something
1: <laughs> about like sticking things up butts or something. Yeah. Like that? No, <laughs> he
0: starts. He starts his story with. <laughs> Sounds drinking hot butter, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's such a normal thing, <laughs> and that was hilarious to me. So I watched that like a couple of times. I, w- I went back. I was like, okay, so where is he going with the story? His story was like the funniest of anything in that in that whole thing. But yeah, he started. Just it was just all like they all talk about the same stuff, and it just doesn't even make any sense. But it was weird because of the of the secondary or tertiary. Stories or movies or whatever the hell they were doing in that, like they had the newscaster thing, which didn't relate to anything, and then they had the actual documentary where they're actually going and interviewing people, and then they had like this weird white kids being hunted down by rap lord, like recording guy or whatever. I'm just getting
1: exhausted listening to this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There was like three or four different things going on that had nothing to do with each other and they're jumping between each of them, and I had no idea why any of it was funny or supposed to be interesting at all. Uh, I don't know. You start to wonder how this movie even got made. I don't even know who made it, and I don't even know why. It's just like some guy who had access to rappers, and he's like, hey, there's that running joke that all these rappers have. There are a lot of movies
1: on Netflix that you can rent, (laughs) and you wonder how it even got distribution. (laughs) You know, it's like,
0: how it even got funded, how it got made, how it got people to well, do i Well, I, I, I can
1: understand how it could get made because anybody could just grab a camcorder and make sure and cut it together, right? But how does it get distributed? Like, someone, unless they put up money to distribute the film themselves, like, who in their right mind would distribute a film that bad? <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like someone at some point, someone was crazy enough to say, yep, I got to put this out because. Everyone's gonna watch wanna watch how bad this is. Well I suppose it's
0: not that hard to I mean, you can just get DVDs printed. I mean you just order a thousand or something, but you it's still technically published and then you just have to send copies around. And I guess Netflix will take whatever you have as long as it's not like a home burn copy. Like if you've got actual like factory made DVDs and they'll they'll put it on their site as long as it's a movie.
1: But when they well, I guess it depends on how much Netflix would actually pay to for those movies, wouldn't well, it? Well, they don't
0: they don't pay for them. They just have they just. But distribute. wouldn't
1: there even have to be a demand for it?
0: I don't know. I don't know what qualifies as a as a movie for Netflix. I think Netflix just will just distribute stuff, but then they have to make deals for like the bigger stuff. It's uh-huh. so like these uh, those indie movies and stuff like that. Like they they'll give it to Netflix for free if they can get that stuff. Uh, distributed and so Netflix just gets free stuff basically to distribute around if they want
1: so you're saying people actually might want to see this stuff
0: well I I somehow heard of it (laughs) and I (laughs) saw how did you hear of it I have no idea I think I think uh it was just some random thing I was looking around and I I guess maybe I was looking at Eminem stuff Mm -hmm. because I I guess I saw 8 mile and I want to see what else was he did is there so, something
1: recommended to you by Netflix, or you just found an article on? No, him? I just
0: no, I found it on IMDb. I think I think I okay. just clicked Eminem because I want to see what else he was in, and he it said he was in the Hip Hop Witch, and so we went the Hip Hop Witch. It said something about like kids get lost in the woods and so on and so forth with M. And I thought, oh, okay, so it's with Eminem, and Eminem's lost in the woods. Did you
1: ever even see the Hip Hop Witch in there? Is there a Hip Hop Witch? That no,
0: <laughs> it's it's like the Blair Witch Project. It's just be like a parody of that.
1: But at some point, you do see the Blair Witch in the movie, don't you?
0: I don't, I don't know. I don't remember that at all.
1: Because I remember, like, I think you see a figure of the Blair Witch, or at least, like, it's, I think it was like an old woman or something like that. Like an old naked woman, with like long raggedy hair, and just covered in dirt or something like that. Like, that was the Blair Witch. I, I like, can't there tell was, There was no such witch or such character that you see, actually see on screen.
0: Um you know I don't know how to let's see. I guess you have to sell a movie to Netflix. Let's see if uh this article sheds any light on this.
1: Well how about this? Let's just assume that you have to blow somebody to get a movie on Netflix, yes?
0: So Netflix decides what movies get into their database. And short of knowing someone on the inside there isn't much you can do to change this. So, basically, you I guess you send it to them, and then they'll put it in.
1: That's it? That's just that easy?
0: But uh, if you're lucky to get into the database, like the Netflix database, you still need a, pe- a lot of people requesting your movie in their Netflix queue. And then, so there's queue demand, I guess. So, like, once queue demand gets to a certain point, they try to satiate that demand. So, you have to get into their database, and then... What's the difference, though? People get... People will queue it up, so like, I mean there's movies in there that aren't listed, obviously it's yeah. so like like indie movies or whatever, just like if I made a movie, I wouldn't be listed in Netflix just because like I have to get it out there and stuff like that I have to has to get some sort of notoriety, and then Netflix would add it to their database because of the notoriety and then but that, that wouldn't mean that they would hold it. They would have to have people like requesting it on the queue or whatever, and then I guess Well, they
1: already have it, why didn't they just add it to their database already? I don't know. Is it is it like does it take up space or something? Is it that like if they have movies like why wouldn't they try to push it?
0: I think it's basically it to just go with a, a traditional distributor and I think traditional distributors have some sort of a line with Netflix and then ne- mm-hmm. they'll and then they'll add your movie that way. I think that's pretty much what it is. You can't just do it by yourself unless you know someone in Netflix. Or I guess if you send it to them somehow. And then so uh, what, at
1: what point are you going to do Squackle the movie <laughs> and then try to send it to Netflix?
0: What the hell is the point of that? <laughs> like, what's the movie, what's... Well, what was the point of the hip-hop witch? <laughs> squackle the movie? <laughs> I, guess, I guess I could uh, do a the Squackle. A bunch
1: of kids listen to a podcast.
0: <laughs> See, yeah, okay. <laughs> 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 I'll, just make, I'll have to make all the Squackle Broadcasting Company stuff and then just make it into one long movie. There you go. And it's just a bunch of featurettes. It's like you're watching a TV show or TV channel at home. Yeah, just... That's a
1: Squacko Volume 1. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll have to recut all those animations I did and stuff like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Too much work. It take You know those, those two-minute-long videos I used to do like seven years ago at this point? The, those uh, took...
1: I've tried to forget them, and I think that <laughs> I was successful in that <laughs> endeavor.
0: <laughs> those, uh, those took me like ten hours each, like to just just to do. Like the, especially the longer ones took me probably longer than that. Some of the animated ones. Yeah, those animated ones. They, d- I don't think it really constitutes as
1: animation because it's just <laughs> like
0: it's basically just me. It's it's like puppeteering except with like drawings on a computer.
1: Not really. It was like a simple drawing, and you just c- cut back and forth between like. What do you mean simple? <laughs> wasn't like a handful of drawings though. <laughs> <It's>
0: yeah. So <laughs> what? Those are my drawings. <laughs> like that's as best as I can draw. <laughs> it looks like it took you like
1: five seconds to draw one page. And well, you just okay. That might be true, but
0: <laughs> at the same time, I can't draw any better than that.
1: <laughs> it's like you. It's like you did it on paint, and then you just imported it to...
0: I did it on Photoshop. Your editing
1: there. suite. Yeah. There you see. <laughs>
0: I have I have a little tablet, which I think still works, mm-hmm. and I just drew it on there with a stylus.
1: Yeah, I don't think it takes you ten hours to do that.
0: It, it takes me ten hours, or it took me ten hours back then. Like I was, well, I guess it's more when I was learning After Effects.
1: Yeah, there you go. But
0: that's really the point of it was I was trying to learn After Effects, because the way I learn things is by doing an actual thing.
1: Was it? It was a white background too. There, the word wasn't any color, was
0: it? <laughs> no.
1: There you go. There, I I, yeah, mean, no. I use
0: I use. <laughs> <laughs> so color is supposed to to supposed to make things like more time intensive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're color I used I used color, uh, with purpose. Okay, in those in those things. Okay, I had okay. it was mostly black and All white. Right, Schindler's List. Take <laughs> it easy. And then I had some color. <laughs> to accentuate certain aspects, like
1: a yellow beak or something, <laughs> uh,
0: like a uh, like blood, like I had blood and it was red, because right. it was easier to color it red than black, <laughs> 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 and say, hey, that's blood instead of a black puddle. Like there, I wasn't doing black and white on purpose. I was doing black and white because that's the style of my drawing. <laughs> because fair adding, enough, okay. Because, because adding color to my drawing. Only works when it is actually worth having the color there.
1: <laughs> they were just simple
0: characters too. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's, even... uh, that's the best I can. <laughs> were draw. they stick figures
1: or what were they? Yeah, they're stick figures. Yeah, to the same there <laughs> ten hours. Yeah, it was mostly just post production, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was mostly post production. <laughs> oh, the drawing, go. the yeah. drawing itself took maybe like an hour, and I had to plot out like what things to draw and what mm-hmm. parts thing or where, where things were coming, and if I can reuse things that I had drawn drawn previously. Sometimes when I was doing the actual project, I would think in my head, oh, okay, I actually have to draw something else because I want this. Mm -hmm. So I have to go back and draw it again and start the whole process over. I have to draw it, put it in After Effects, and then put it in Premiere. So, you know. All right. Good
1: story, good story.
0: And then I made a... I actually... You know how I do the freelance video stuff? Mm -hmm. I actually sold... uh, I actually did a, a commercial for some dude... Uh, in the animation style, it was like he paid me forty bucks for it. Yeah, and it was like something to do with like uh uh how like housing, like selling houses or whatever. And how did you
1: he want it. his money back? what <laughs> you?
0: No, he no, he was fine with it. He just gave me what forty did you bucks. Do for he's it? It like, I did like a little commercial, like basically some guys looking for a house to sell, and there's something called the MLS, which is like a listing service. Like oh. I don't know what it's technically called. So it's like the guy he's going to the MLS and he's looking for a house and he finds a house and he buys it, something like that. And I don't think it's anywhere. I wanted to repurpose it to make it into like a prostitute service thing instead of the the housing service to because that would make it funny.
1: I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> <A> prostitute service.
0: <laughs> yeah, like the, the guy is looking for a prostitute service instead of like a housing one.
1: Wait, so you sold? Wait, did you do the prostitute one or not?
0: No, I didn't. I want to make the housing one that I did into a prostitute one, so I can have it like an actual okay. commercial that I want. I thought to. you had a prostitution one. No, I didn't. And then you just repurposed it <laughs> I'm for. I'm sorry, I was jumping a little bit. I okay. so basically, I made one for the housing guy. I gave it to him. He did He wanted to make three, but he only gave me money for one, and then he didn't give me a script for the other two, and then, so he just stopped communicating. So that basically means he didn't want. He didn't like it. But anyway, so I have it. And it's not anywhere basically, but I wanted. How to... could he
1: not like it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I wanted to repurpose. How it.
1: How long was it? Was it like thirty seconds or? Yeah, it was like thirty
0: seconds. I wanted to repurpose it into a prostitute list- listing service, like, so make it like like there's an official, like basically it's like realty instead of. Squacko prostituting <laughs>
1: prostitution.
0: No, just I'll just call squackle it. Squacko escorts. I'll just call it the pro- PLS prostitute listing service. <laughs> so it's just a list of prostitutes. maybe just... hey,
1: that's another squacko uh, business venture. <laughs> yeah, sure you should do squacko escorts. <laughs> do we
0: <laughs> who... <laughs> who would even want to do
1: that? I don't know. You did dating before.
0: <laughs> it was it was that was a joke though.
1: Yeah, well, well what's wrong with prostitutes? Everything. Okay. <laughs> you were fine with dating and as a joke, you won't do escorts as a joke. What are you trying to say? Ah, what are you trying to say? <laughs> you got something against prostitutes? No. All right then. Get on top of it, David. Not the prostitutes, the uh, escort service. Zing. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to leave it on that note. I'm done here. Okay. So, Pi day. Pi
0: Pi day? Not even any time. Pie, toast? Billy. Oh, <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> life as a slave on an alien ship. It's the only life to live. Nothing has greater purpose than to serve our master. Please free us. We are near the planet Chong 3. I'd been driving a Lincoln long before anyone ever paid me to drive one. I didn't do it to be cool. I didn't do it to make a statement. I just liked it. Remember to ask your parents before going to (laughs) squackle.com.